Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. Thank you for joining me. It is Tuesday, April 13th. Grain Markets just closed here today. For those of you listening on the podcast, as always, thank you for joining me. Make sure you leave me a review if you have not already. That would be much appreciated. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you like the channel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. That would really help me out in regard to YouTube and the way that it works. Help to spread these videos around. Much appreciated. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. You can go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes a whole bunch of stuff. You get my morning newsletter, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. You will get my text message service, which includes uh, market updates, breaking news, all sorts of stuff. I'm now doing subscriber-only videos and content a few times a week, and uh, this is really kind of like grain marketing in intensive stuff. If you're if you're looking for more information on what I'm doing in regard to say cash sales or capturing carry or certain option strategies, uh, a lot of that is now coming out uh, via these subscriber only videos as well as in the email. They've been very very popular. Any sort of consulting that you might need, this is 49 bucks a month built to your credit card. You can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation, no trading account required. Uh, very quickly today I wanted to run through the uh, position of large money managers in the corn market, which has become uh, uh, very large. And this is something I've talked about a little bit here in uh, recent episodes, but I haven't done an update on it in a little while. And given what I've seen here uh, last week and this week, really following that uh, March 31st uh, prospective plannings report, I figured I would do a quick update for you. So here's the, here's the chart. And uh, again, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Funds estimated to be net long 434,000 contracts of corn at today's close. Today, again, is April 13th as I speak here. Um, funds have bought, according to the Newswires, 54,000 contracts since the last CFTC report was compiled uh, as of April 6th. Funds were net buyers, uh, according to the wires, of 11,500 contracts on April 7th. They bought 35,000 contracts on April 8th. They bought 3,500 contracts on April 9th. They sold 11,000 on April 12th. They bought 15,000 contracts of corn today on April 13th. So that's 54,000 in addition to this 380 essentially that they had been long as of last Tuesday. So this is uh, this chart here essentially details the entire uh, lifespan of the modern era of record keeping in regard to the funds and CFTC. And what you can see here very clearly is that if CFTC confirms this number or really any number north of, I, I 
I think it's like 387,000 was the, was the previous record higher. Maybe it was very close to 400, but in any case, the funds are in all likelihood record long at the corn market here. And, uh, this is the futures only version for, for the CFTC scholars out there. There is a different version of it that includes futures and options combined. But, but the general idea here, the gist of this thing is that funds are long more corn than they've ever been more corn than they were during the drought in 2012, more corn than, than they were in 2010 or 2011. It's really impressive stuff. Uh, there's a lot of debate regarding the reasoning. I mean, we had a short crop here in the U.S. last year. Um, we've got some crop issues in Brazil. China has been a massive buyer of U.S. corn this year, uh, record purchases. We've got a fantastic export program. Uh, ethanol appears to be making a comeback despite the high prices. It looks like the ethanol producer here in the United States is going to be active once again. And also keep in mind, I discussed this once before, um, uh, the CFTC and, and the CME, the exchanges and the regulators have recently expanded their position limits by a significant margin, meaning that large speculators can now hold even more um, uh, length in these grain markets than they could have in the past. So it's really kind of opened the door in, into a new environment here where large money managers can own, uh, are allowed to own in any given account uh, more corn than they could have in the past. So that's an additional element here. One other thing that's that's being discussed in in maybe more the macroeconomic environment is just general asset inflation. You've seen a lot of markets uh, increase in price drastically over the last year. Uh, the grain markets are one thing. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit of it in the livestock market. You've certainly seen it in the stock market. You look at a market like lumber, for example. Um, you look at uh, some of the other commodities. Uh, there's a lot of strength in a lot of things. Real estate is incredibly strong. I think that there there is a case to be made that some of the length here could be an inflation hedge. I think that there is definitely some concern regarding inflation as we move forward here. And uh, is is being long corn at, at six-year highs the best inflation hedge in the world? Um, I don't know. That's up for debate, of course. But uh, this is what it looks like today, guys. And this is really impressive stuff. What, what this means for me in regard to risk is that there's always the risk of fund liquidation. And when the funds decide to get out of this position, which I imagine they will do, they will at some point. That has historically been the trend. They'll, they'll build up this big length and then eventually they get out. When they get out, it can happen very, very quickly. So I, I always get concerned and have been concerned for a while that you know if the narrative changes, if there's some sort of headline that changes, if if China cancels some purchases, whatever whatever the story may be, whatever the catalyst may be to cause a sell-off, um, this length may want out of this market very, very quickly. And um, that is something that could happen at any point for a million different reasons. Um, you just need that catalyst. And we haven't seen it yet. Uh, like I said, for the moment, most of this stuff looks pretty friendly. So that's the lay of the land here, guys. We, we in all likelihood, have a record long in the corn market uh, uh, in terms of, of large money managers, large speculators is what they really are um, at the close of business here today. If you guys uh, have some questions, drop a comment in the YouTube video. Um, you can send me an email to info at standardgrain.com. I'd love to hear from you. Everybody have a great day. We'll talk to you a little bit later.